Carly Camara Spivak is a litigation defense trial attorney from Newark, New Jersey. She specializes in coming up with unique business-driven programs for clients that help to minimize risk and exposure on top of traditional litigation work. Currently, she and her husband, Julian Spivak, are the hosts of the We're Just Talking podcast, which is about all things growth, personal development, and lifestyle. All right, let's do it. I don't want to not be doing it anymore. This is the podcast now. I planted my flag. And then we're here. What's on the dress uh, what's on the dress for the podcast you want flag, Megan? Uh uh it's Archie in a suit. Oh like a suit and tie. With fan- with headphones on, looking fancy. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> but, he, but he's eating buffalo wings because that's a successful thing to do. I'm gonna get Ashley to mock that up for social media. That sounds great, actually. Okay, great. Hi everyone. This is dress for the podcast you want. If you haven't caught on by now or if you're listening to this podcast on accident. <laughs> like, what are they talking about? My name is David. And my name is Megan. And this is a podcast about success. We're feeling super successful tonight. Rushed from a full day of work. Our guest, Carly, was so patient with us as we ran around the apartment looking for the headphone splitter. And she came (laughs) a busy day of work and recording herself, and she was on time. We were late. I mean... This, oh, Carly, it's just a day in life. <laughs> if you want to just like, you can't hit us, obviously, because we're miles and miles apart. But if you need to bad talk us on the podcast to get out of your system, that's allowed. <laughs> oh, never. I would never. Aww. We're all tolerance. This is nice. <laughs> well, our guest today is Carly Kamara Spivak. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Like you said, you know, we're just doing the hustle. We had the, uh, we had to record our show earlier. Um, but I was more excited to come and be a guest on here. I mean, we, I've never done this before, so I'm super pumped. <gasps> oh, it's right. Like when you're usually a host or a co-host, it's, it's yeah. like a big, big, the idea of being a guest and being like, hi, I'm here. I don't know how we're doing this. That like, I, yeah, I haven't had that yet. You're going into somebody <laughs> else's home and touching all their things. Yeah, and... exactly. <laughs> That's right. Not literally. I, I can't, I can't express enough. Carly is not in our home. <laughs> Right. I'm just touching your back bookcase with my eyes. That's all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and we're touching your boat painting behind you. <laughs> um, Carly, thanks for being with us. This is this is the second we, we had your husband on uh, last week. Yes, I was lurking in the background uh, while that show was going on. I just I just like listening to him talk about himself because he's like so well spoken. But, uh, oh. but yeah. <laughs> And he's and he's got a really you know really cool life story and stuff. Oh yeah, so. but it's he's not about person. him. Yeah, if he's way more interesting than me. That's a disclaimer. But here we go. We'll find out. Maybe <laughs> we did these podcasts. Maybe we're releasing these in the wrong order. We'll find out. Because <laughs> he'll have released last week, but you're going to release right now, and it's all about you now, Carly. So so first things first. You already heard it yesterday. It's coming at you now. Do you yep. consider yourself a successful person? I do. I do. And I think, uh, I think successful as an adjective, uh, it's misconstrued a lot to be sort of a a narcissistic word, but, Mm. um, I think there's a ton of, you know, there, there's a ton of room for improvement while still being successful. So I think that's where people get a little caught up, but yeah, I, I think that in terms of, you know, my career, my family and things like that, yes, I'm a successful person, but that doesn't mean there isn't a margin to improve. I, what I liked about that was two things. I liked the 
A, it was just as confident as Julian. Yes. Saw that coming. <laughs> which, which we actually don't get that a whole lot. There's always like a pause or like a huh or some sort yeah. of noise before they answer, usually with like a question mark at the end of it, like a yes or no. Well, and that leads me to my second point, which is it was the lawyer's answer. Because yes. <laughs> what yes. you did was you defined the word. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think it's I think it's uh, like what I said, like you hear, are you a successful person? You're like, oh, geez, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't want to sound like an asshole. So you're like, I don't know if I should say yes to that. But I think uh, I think it's OK to say yes to that with understanding that, you know, you're an ever evolving person. You know, is it something you because obviously, you you know, you knew about the podcast, you knew about the themes and Julian had been on it. Is it something you thought about before? Like, is that is that sort of like, did, did you spend time tooting your own horn or like how's your horn tooting? <laughs> Is your is your horn tooting long term or is it short term? <laughs> I can say um I tried to like while while Julian was recording with you guys, I tried to like remember, okay, like, you know, they're gonna ask you if you're successful, like maybe come up with like, you know, a competent answer for that. And I, I gotta be honest, it went right out of my head. I did not that was not thought out. It was really just how can I say yes without coming across like a total douche? I hear you yeah. though. Like I, I hear that. Um, yeah, it's that. It's that litigator. Yeah, it's very good. It's um, it's the connotation that comes with it. I think. Uh, sure. That's why we get so many. If we get yeses, there's always a question mark at the end of it. We right. all want to be successful, but we all want to be humble too. Yeah. Yep. I get that. When I was a when I was growing up, not to make this podcast all about me, but it is. Um, <laughs> I was a I was an actor growing up, and I was pretty good. I was especially good for a child. Right? I was a very good actor as a child, and I knew that. And I also knew that, like, one thing you weren't supposed to do was get a big head about stuff. And so I would be like, no, no. You know, I sort of developed a sort of like anti-ego policy. Well, that some of that might be uh, your good Southern bringing upbringing. That might too, you know, because like I don't, I don't know if people from other parts of the country. Carly, you're from Jersey. I don't hear that. I don't hear that in your voice. I know, right? Thank you. Yeah, that's because I haven't been drinking, and or I'm not angry enough, (laughs) (laughs) or your accent. <laughs> or I, I mean, or I was acting so young that it got beaten out of me. It comes out every once in a while. But you're from Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah Jersey. There's you f- a couple of Jersey people. She's from here. Jersey. Me too. Oh, I love it. I love meeting <laughs> Jersey people because they're the only people that get it. And when yeah. I say it, I just mean like it is a lot. There is a lot for a tiny state. There is a lot to get. What do you the get, world? Carly? I mean, it's just, I feel like we get a bad rap everywhere else, but then once people, and it's usually by people that have never been here. So yeah. if it's, you know, once you get a chance to come and see kind of what we're about and the people are like, oh, maybe it's not the armpit of the country. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's got a little something to offer. Right. I do have that, you know, kind of like how if you have a sibling, nobody else is allowed to pick on it uh, on right. that person but you. I feel like that Agreed. about Jersey. I will yeah. make fun of it to the end of time but if anybody yeah. who is from outside of jersey especially if they've never been there or been there once because they like drove through it they say some shit Ooh. Yep. how yeah. you feel about wawa oh i love wawa oh fuck yeah i love carly i love wawa listen listen i'm from north jersey but i get it uh, i get it i really do Ugh. i understand the wawa Wawa's it's made its way shit. up north anyway so i get right. it yeah slowly but surely yeah. Yep. All right. We can't talk about how much I love Wawa all night. We got to talk about the <laughs> fact that Carly's a lawyer. Carly, you're a lawyer. You're a litigator. You're a what? What's your what's your title? Yes. Uh, I, it's so funny because people when people ask me what my title is, it's like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. Like that's my job. But I am a litigator. You had that right. Um, yes. I like to spend time in the courtroom. Uh, I do defense litigation. So a lot of personal injury stuff. A lot of catastrophic injury stuff. 
And so, yeah, I'm not that attorney that's kind of sitting at a desk pushing papers. I prefer to be talking and in front of people, which I'm sure comes as a surprise. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's kind of my jam. It's kind of what I do. And I've done like, you know, I when I was in law school, I did a little bit of family law. I've done I have a history of doing uh, criminal defense work. I've done little small town, you know, your speeding tickets, stuff like that. I get a lot of family members that bark up that tree. Yeah, kind of a jack of all trades in my in my career past. Where did it start? Because like, funnily enough, it's a career that Megan and I have like talked about before, like that, you know, if I weren't an actor, maybe I'd be a teacher or maybe like, and there's a world in which like, it was something each of us would have considered pursuing, Mm -hmm. but we, but we don't have the temperament for it. We can't fucking do it. I think I would be dead by 40 because I, I, the, the stress. Megan would get too mad and I would get too yeah, sad. I, I would take everything very, yeah. very personally. So how did you, how did it start and sort of like, how does it play into your idea of success? Yeah. So, uh, this is like so cliche, but I've always wanted to be a lawyer. I would say back to middle school, I was in my, in my head, I was like, well, I want to be an attorney. I want to be a lawyer. Not really knowing what either of those things are outside of like your CSI type of stuff mm-hmm. and being a prosecutor. But I always had that like, uh, you know, argumentative nature. Um, my parents can attest to that. <laughs> I've always been a pretty good uh, public speaker, um, which is not, you know, being demonstrated now with all my uhs and ums. But um, we'll edit those out. They won't even be there. Don't yeah, you know, it's just it, when it's casual conversation, it's hard to just like talk like a robot. But yeah, I've always had that kind of analytic uh, mind. And I've always wanted to be a lawyer. I, you know, my, what I wanted to be in, you know, in that career was it changed multiple times from high school to college to even law school. I've sw- switched, flip flopped all around, but you know, people tell you when you're younger, you know, Oh, you be a lawyer or a doctor. That's, that is what is successful. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> I've learned on my, on my little road that, uh, you know, it certainly is not the definition of success by default. And, you know, there's plenty of other things people can do and still be successful. But I feel like there's a certain uh, stigma that comes with being a lawyer that's like, okay, if you become a lawyer, you're necessarily going to be successful. And it's like, well, that's not true. But, you know, to your point, like the stress is there, you know, the pressure is there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, we obviously have a license that we hold and that can be taken away from us. So so that's kind of looming too. But um. But yeah, I've always wanted to be a lawyer and uh, the path was was not a, a smooth one, but here I am and I've, I've kind of found my niche and I'm kind of, I'm starting to feel like I'm not an imposter anymore, you know? <laughs> have you, have you found your sort of like home base in, in litigation or like, what you, this is where I want to be right now, this, this kind of law? Yeah. I mean, I, I really love my team and I love what we do. You know, I love complex litigation work, you know, weird questions of law that require research. And that's like a super nerdy answer. But, you know, I don't want something that's thrown at me. It's like, Oh, okay, this is how this is going to play out. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna ask questions back and forth for, you know, two and a half years, and then it's going to settle. Like, that's not what I want. You know, I want trials, I want stuff like that. But I feel like if I had it my way, and I could just do anything in the law, it would definitely be, you know, civil rights type stuff, social justice, for sure. Mm. But um, Mm. that's a really hard area to get into, especially if you don't know someone or you didn't clinic in law school or Mm -hmm. something like that. So that, you know, I spend a lot of my free time doing charity work and stuff like that with organizations that I believe in, because that makes me feel a little bit better about the fact that I'm not doing that social justice work. Mm. So that's kind of my way of finding a little bit of balance. Oh, you're one of the good lawyers. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have a bad lawyer on the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> Better Call Saul, just like sitting here bullshitting you guys for an hour. Well, I would, would probably have him on, but that's. <laughs> does it? I mean, does it have the emotional toll that we sort of? Who, okay, who would make a better lawyer? Megan, who's gonna be mad, or me, who's gonna be sad? Like, does it? What's the emotional well, toll with the, on with me? That the the sad is underneath the mad. That's the thing. Well, we got to categorize for the yeah. bit. Okay, fair. Okay, <laughs> so so when you say mad, I got from Meg. I got more of like a like a stressed vibe, like easily like you know deadlines bother you the pressure bothers you is that kind of where the, the anger comes from I, th- I think so there's a there's it there's a fear underneath how I can snap or get snappy um and a lot of it is because uh but the, but the thing is like even if I get good at sort of displacing how personal this could get I would know that for the person who I'm defending or, or working for no matter what it is personal for them you know I don't know if I could I don't know if I would do well separating that from myself. Right. So I think, I think, and this is going to be like the, <laughs> maybe not the ideal answer, but I think that both of those emotions, that, that sadness and, you know, empathy and then, you know, anger yes. and, and wanting to change things about something. I feel like if you channel the, both of those emotions into the right, you know, project into the right, um, you know, energy store, I think both of those things work out really well for lawyers, actually. Hmm. Could we be a lawyer team? Maybe together? Our <laughs> you, my, and wife my, lawyer my... team? <laughs> <laughs> With a podcast? Yeah, listen, it's never too late. It's never too late. Do it up. My last name is Laws. How was I not going to be? Oh my gosh. That that right there. It's like the lawyer cat meme thing that went viral. Like, you know, you just David Laws, just at Laws. That's att- David <laughs> Attorney at laws. at laws. That's what everybody, like everybody, all the joke growing up was what I was going to be a lawyer. And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe. I, I also, you know, talk good sometimes. So right. I got to go to my play. <laughs> and so... I, what's the, so a question we, when we talk about professional success a lot, right, obviously it's a path and it's a growth process and all this kind of stuff. Is there, what's the question I mean to ask? You talked about the kind of law that you would most like to be doing. Is there a sort of like, what's the apex of that? Is there a position? Is there a title? Like, is it, what what do lawyers want to be partner? Do you want to be a partner? Yeah. I mean, you, if you ask almost any lawyer, they'll say, yeah, I want to be a partner. I want to make a million dollars. I mean, that to me is a very superficial answer. Um, partnership, you know, it comes with certain things. It sucks the life out of you. You know, you become your own business, your own micro mm. business within a bigger firm. Yeah. Um, if it's not your own firm, um, which is a whole other can of worms. Um, mm. But a lot of I've seen a lot of people uh, you know, cultivate their career in a way that they just are like, you know what, I'm just going to do my job. And I'm never going to have, you know, ownership interest in this whole shebang that we're doing. And I'm just going to be of counsel. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to litigate, I'm going to use my skills, and you're going to benefit from my skills. And I don't want any part of your business for better or for worse. And I think there's some value to that. I mean, you see a lot of family people doing that people who, you know, are like, you know, I want to go home after work, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sit here with you. <laughs> Partner, a partner. partner B. You know, like I don't want to sit here until nine o'clock when I have my kids' little league game. So it's all a balance. Um, for me, I think making my mark, you know, having having one of my cases go to the appellate division or being able to argue before a higher court or something like that, that to me, like experiences like that is more the apex for me rather than some title or, you know, some paycheck. And then putting your name 
on a building and stuff like that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> just Google my, you know, you can Google some court case I was on and I, you know, whatever. But uh, of course that comes with, you know, it's caveats, you know, you don't want to be certain people's lawyers, but, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's the experience factor is more it for me than, uh, than, you know, these corporate titles and just being in a rat race. The line yes, between fame and infamy must be very. Oh Yeah tight in the in the, law, in the lawyering profession yeah because there's respect for you know legal minds and, and analytical thinking but then it's just like well but your client is x person so i kind of lost all respect for you and how did you even get in that position in the first place is kind of where my mind goes but yeah i mean generally there's a respect in the in the you know profession for people that do their job well regardless mm-hmm. of client so hmm. so for this next question i is julian is julian around is he listening and like you were <laughs> listening he's, on not, he's not he's actually going on a bachelor party this weekend oh that's so right i mentioned yeah. that yeah yeah i didn't i didn't know if he would be coaching you from from outside of frame <laughs> oh no he's like you're on your own i have to go do this <laughs> and we can now we can get now we can get honest <laughs> okay because the next question is just about your your personal, you know, your success in terms of your personal relationships, your mm-hmm. loved ones, family, friends, how, how's that going right now? How's your success there? Uh, for COVID atmosphere, it's pretty good. You know, I, uh, we have a great, you know, my husband and I have a great marriage. We are expecting our first child in the yeah. summer. Um, so we're, we're super excited about that. Um, successful to that end. Um, we, you know, we have, we have a beautiful house. We're, you know, just super happy with where our lives are right now. And I think the two of us have been on this journey together. So it's just, we've seen both, you know, the the highs and the lows for each other. Um, And I feel like that's made us stronger as cliche as that sounds. He's spoken of you as like really the buoy Mm -hmm. of his life. Oh, he's so sweet. He really, he really, he says such nice things to me. And then I'm like the type of person that I don't know how to react when people say nice things to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, okay, all right. Cool. All right. So, uh, what do we get? Like, I'll, I'll make dinner. So what did you, what did you want for dinner? Like, and I just can't, I can't take a compliment like that. Um, but he is, he's very sweet and endearing and he, he too is my anchor as well. So he, he needs to give himself a little bit of credit too. (laughs) He goes, you're so sweet. And you go, yeah, shut up. (laughs) My my weird equivalent to that is, let's say I'm like really upset about something, or I'm really bummed, and then people, whether it's somebody really close to me like David, or if it's just like acquaintances or colleagues or whatever, when they're being like super, super nice to me, that's when I break down. Right. That's when, I ri- that's when like the river starts from out of both uh-huh. levels. Well, there's something about that vulnerability of like, yeah, right? You, you can't take a compliment either. Every time I compliment you, you go... <laughs> Or I feel like I'm like shriveling up on the inside. Yeah, I don't know like, what to do with no. myself. Wee, yeah. oh, wait a minute, though. I'm like, beep, hey, beep, you, beep. hey, you look that look, looks nice as a nice blouse, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Except Julian, like he'll he'll get like all Titanic on me, and he'll be like, you know that you're you know the reason that I just continue going on day to day, and I'm like, first of all, that is a huge responsibility. Second of all. I have to go to work. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> the coffee hasn't even finished brewing. What am I supposed to do with that statement? Right, right. Yeah. And I, I, I try to, I lift him up, obviously, of course, you know, he's a great person. And, but I also like, 
it goes both ways because I can't take myself seriously when I'm like professing my love to someone. I have to be like make an ass out of myself, you know, <laughs> to loosen, you know, loosen the mood. Even with my husband, like I just I can't be serious like that. So it's just I, res- I respect that. Well, I respect and that. now you'll be able to whenever he does that, whenever he's like, you're you are the sunbeam of my eye. You can just <laughs> hand him the baby and be like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, she is. No, take this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been able to keep in touch with friends and family and like how how's that well and really so yeah yeah the big shush stinks it stinks not to be able to see people how um not to box you in but like how's that all been in relation to your career like who are your who are your friends you have lawyer friends is that your friends or are they like people from your past or, or, or? Do, you, do you prefer to keep all that separate yeah. oh you mean yes yeah, so you mean like my friend group um yeah, who are yeah friends? i have uh, i have out? some lawyer friends uh i have one of my like the closest best friend, uh, she, I met her in college and she, she and I went through law school together. So we were, uh, we were in misery together. And then, um, <laughs> you were in the trenches. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Do not recommend that part of becoming a lawyer. Um, <laughs> skip it if you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do the, do the thing Kim Kardashian's doing or the hell she's doing out in California. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> or community. Yeah, yeah. You just like you just practice being a lawyer, like with a law firm for however many years. I would have taken that route if I had known anything. Freelancing, that's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I I would say my friend mix is like a whole slew of people from all different times in my life, which I which I find really enriching for me. Um, I have friends that I've been friends with since kindergarten. I have, you know, some of my friends are from law school, like I said, some are from college, some are from high school, a good a good portion of them are from high school. And then I have some friends that I've made along the way uh, in my career. But generally, like I've always said, and it's interesting that you asked the question, because I've always said I could, I don't think I could ever marry another lawyer or be with Mm. another lawyer like that. Just because I just, I don't see how the two brains can coexist, Mm. Um, especially two litigators. I mean, I feel like we'd just be arguing about everything all the time. (laughs) Just like dissecting like each other's words. (laughs) Yeah. And Julian, the saint that he is, can just like walk away from me and my my ranting. So that was a good, that was a match made in heaven. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I have, you know, I have my colleagues. I do keep my colleagues that I'm working with now. I, I, I think I subconsciously keep them at an arm's length. It's not so much because they're lawyers or whatever, because they're they're work friends, but I just like, and this is going to sound so stupid, but like, I feel like this, at this point in my life, I'm just like, I'm good. Like, I'm all set with my friends. You know what I mean? Like I- Hard yes. That does not sound <laughs> stupid. We are nodding no, no. our heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need I don't need anymore. Not no, open. The applications are not open for friends right now. <laughs> right, I'm glad you said that because I I was gonna say I don't need any more friends, and then I'm like, does that sound? That's how I feel. That is how I feel. I'm lucky to keep up with the ones I got. I can't right? disappoint more people right now. Right. <laughs> right, right, and that's deep down what it is. It's like I don't have the energy to cultivate this into what it needs to be. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah, it. exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. Not you. It's me. <laughs> Yeah. I just asked if you wanted to play Xbox. No, no, I'm sorry. No, it has to no, be this way. This is if you want to get right. coffee, nope, because then then you're gonna ask me to lunch and then you're gonna ask me to your house and I don't want to <laughs> do either of those things. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to mislead you. I really right. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Liz. Hey, Liz, are you schmat? I'm pretty schmat. Are you schmat? Not as schmat as I'm going to be after I listen to an episode of Learn a Little. Learn a Little? That's a stupid podcast for smart people. It sure is. Every episode, Liz and I each take a random Wikipedia article and teach the other person about it. We could be learning about anything, from the politics of West African islands to Olympic gold medalists from New Jersey. Then we quiz each other to see who wins each episode and who gets to wear the crown of schmat. So far, I have not yet won. So come laugh along and learn a little with new episodes every other Friday. Hosted by Dimly Wit and Background Joys, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Learn a little, a stupid podcast for schmat people. <laughs> schmat. <laughs> Hosted on dimlywit.com. Well, and the third way we talk about success is is personal, right? Is the the relationship to yourself. So how's How's Carly? I've only been asking it this way in this season, but I really like asking it this way. How's Carly's relationship with Carly? So uh, Carly is a um, critical uh, psychotic bitch to Carly. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Now, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's mental illness or if that's, you know, something else that, uh, you know, maybe just an exaggerated version of what everyone deals with. But I am hmm. very hard on myself and I always... I have a really good relationship with my superiors at work now. And, uh, you know, when I talk to them, I'm, I'm like, just know that like, you couldn't possibly be more disappointed in me than me. <laughs> I you will know? always beat like, you at that game. <laughs> I will always outshine you in that. I will always be more mad at me than you are, you know, and, and, and they laugh, but I'm just like, I'm actually very serious because I'm, it's almost like to a fault, like so self-critical and so like, oh my God, am I doing this right? Is this right? And that kind of goes back to the imposter syndrome thing that I find common in my profession. Um, It's like, what am I doing here? How did I, how did I get here? I don't deserve to be here. I don't know enough to be here. And it's something that I kind of, you know, I struggle with a lot professionally, but I'm trying to like, be like, no, like you got this, you know it, you know, um, you know, have a little bit more confidence in that way. And it's definitely suppressed. I don't come off as like somebody who's unsure of themselves, but it, it's there. It's certainly there deep down. can hardcore relate to that. I, I frequently find myself in in my line of work being like, I feel like I'm in way over my head and I have, yeah. no, I have no idea what I signed up for. Well, right. what's, that, what's that process of combating that look like for you? It's, it's something you've identified and, and you, you said, you almost said like it doesn't get in the way, but sort of does like, so if there's a, if there's a combating it, what does that look like? So the combating it is faking it. You know, it's coming off like I don't have those thoughts, you know, and it's a piece of valuable advice I was given early on in my career. That's kind of like, it's sort of like fake it till you make it within reason obviously we have a certain professional standard we have to hold ourselves to but <laughs> you know i find myself just being like no no i'm going to these people are going to think i know what i'm talking about even if i don't and these people are going to think that i'm totally confident in what i'm saying even if i'm 100% not so that has been helpful and then when that 
you know, situation turns into something uh, positive, I'm like, see, I did know, or I, or I at least had a, a general understanding enough to make myself sound confident. And <laughs> that sort of like works on the exterior and on the interior and in convincing myself that like, you know, maybe you are good at your job. Maybe you are, you know, you do know what you're talking about. For better or for worse, that's my way of conquering it. Uh, it's obviously a work in progress, but... I like that. I like that relationship of in retrospect, just like, see, I did know. <laughs> I did know. <laughs> I knew did know, all along. You did not. Yeah. <laughs> even when you didn't know, you knew. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a random question. So you you describe yourself as being just a ha- having always been an argumentative person, or like yes. that's or like your your parents. She also said psychotic person. bitch at one point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have a few friends who love to debate. Love to they argue. will find anything to mm-hmm. debate about. And I've only, you've known the the few individuals I'm talking about since you were 10. I've known them at least now for the better part of a decade. And what I've come to the conclusion to about, you know, individuals who like will debate or argue about anything, even if it's like really light, pleasurable stuff. Yeah. Um, I find like, I guess maybe that's how they learn anything is to debate should like bring up an argument or or be contradictory to other people just so that like they get information from people that's that's the only way that they can learn do you are you do you find yourself being in that category or or like so i'm glad you asked that because i feel like argumentative implies that you're seeking arguments in every conversation Mm. and i don't think that that's a fair way to describe the way that i am i just think that i'm not afraid to argue if it's something that I believe in, or if it's something that needs to be argued, but I'm not seeking, like, I'm the person that's, you know, in a social setting, I don't want to talk about being a lawyer, I don't want you to ask me legal questions. I don't want to, I don't want you to ask me, you know, um, what I think of, you know, this policy coming from the White House, what you think, you know, I I just, I don't want that. Um, You know, I don't want people asking me what I think about, you know, um, the legality component of things, you know, of really hot button issues, because I just feel like it sucks my work life into my personal life. And that's not a vibe for me. Um, But yeah, I I definitely have encountered and I feel like as a lawyer, you encounter those people that want to argue about everything, (laughs) about everything is something about anything. Yeah, Yeah. everything is something to, to really do a deep dive on. And I'm just like, I don't really have an opinion on that. Like, I'm not sorry to disappoint you, but <laughs> the napkin is blue. I don't know what you want me to say. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I didn't know if, um, if that, that's how you considered yourself. Like for some people, I think that's just how they learn. That's how they learn anything. I think that's a really good way of looking at it. And that's how I'm going to try and look at it when I have those people <laughs> and come across my path because I just get so frustrated. I'm just like, <laughs> You're just trying to learn right now. You're, You're just, learning. and it's like that meme that's like the guy that, you know, and it says, like, I'm just sucking all the air out of the room. I'm not interested in this argument at all. I just am here for the oh, sake yeah. of arguing with you. Like, it, that's what I feel like, like people are. But yeah. looking at it like maybe that's how they learn is good. That's like it's like when you're driving and somebody like does a bad job of driving and you can you can have that immediate gut reaction of going like, ah, fuck you, you're a stupid bad driver. And then sometimes you're able to go like, well, maybe it's that person's first time driving or maybe yes. that person's like on the way to, you know, go like solve an emergency or like. Right. You know. Yeah, that's a good way to, to think like generally. Yeah, I lack I, that. I don't I always. That. I mean, to be fair, I always think of that possible explanation like way after the debate happened. Mm-hmm. Usually during the debate, I'm like, I don't like this. I can't function. You're making me freeze up and shut down. I'm walking away. Bye. Right, right. This is ruining our friendship. Please stop. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do, do you ever have to do stuff 
or argue stuff or be on, I assume the answer is no, but if it is that, that like that you don't agree with or that you don't think is right or like, is that just something that happens in movies where that you got to like defend someone that... <sighs> So here's you know, the thing. And yeah. I mean, you know, it's the same question I used to get when I was doing criminal defense work. You know, I had hard limits on certain things uh, in criminal, in the line of criminal defense, but you know, there were certain uh, types of crimes that I just would not take on. I would not take mm. clients. But the thing about the law is, is you're not necessarily defending what is morally right or wrong, although you're led to believe a certain way about the way things play out, you know, oh, this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. How could you possibly defend be defending the bad thing? And it's more crafting your argument so that the existing laws adhere to what it is you're trying to prove. So you have to kind of detach, you know, oh, do I really think that this guy, you know, ran a red light and smashed into this other car and caused this person to get hurt? Maybe. But the fact of the matter is, you know, there's video surveillance that shows X, Y, and Z, or there's, you know, there's this statute that says he had the right of way, or there's, you know, whatever. So as much as it pains me to defend certain certain behavior and certain things, my job is to apply the laws in such a way that, you know, is successful for my client. So sort of a wishy-washy way of saying you got to take the emotion, the emotional piece out of sides, so to speak. Well, and yeah, you're right. And it it does take the morality out because like, is it a certain kind of law or is it just sort of law in general? Isn't there just a function of it that if you boil it down, it's it's like finding examples of other stuff that's happened, right? You're going, because this happened in 1742, then it's okay to happen now or like, right. Yeah. That what you're referring to is precedent. And that's like, you know, any judge is going to be like, well, I want you to show me case law that says that you can do that, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to go back and you got to say, okay, well, you know, this court ruled on this date that this was allowed. So here you go, judge, read this. And, you know, that's still good law because it hasn't been overruled by you guys yet. So that seems like you know, the higher story. powers are setting, are setting, you know, the, the precedent that applies all of the black law, like written statutes and things of that nature. I'm learning so much. What is this, an education podcast? <laughs> we're, we're making her talk about law when she's like off the clock. Oh, oh no, that's a good point. <laughs> no, tell, us about, tell us about you you're going to be a mom. Gonna, oh, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to say, to be fair, I knew this was going to be a discussion about my about success and about my career. So that that's fair game. Well, now I want to talk about the fact that you're going to be a mom. <laughs> I How can't you feel? believe That was a new it. sound for a Carly. I wasn't expecting that noise. <laughs> I... I just can't believe, and I say I say this all the time. I, my my mom laughs at me. I was like, I can't believe they're letting me be someone's mother. <laughs> <laughs> like they, like some yeah. power. Someone's gonna stop me, right? Like, right. Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing? Right. It's it's such a it's such a new it's it's a new and totally you know, unknown space for me. Obviously it's our first child. I mean, I have, I think Julian mentioned this, we have three kitties, but (laughs) um, we, you know, first time parents and, you know, as a lawyer, my life has been somewhat planned out and I knew what to expect at each stage. Um, And this is just totally a curveball. I don't know at all what to expect. And that's what people say it is supposed to be. So I'm trying to just, you know, enjoy the ride and just, I can't wait for her to get here, but you know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna take it day by day and just do our own thing, you know? And she's, she's due by the end of June. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. We already celebrated that fact. Well, I she well, yes, she might have been in the room for it. She might have the same birthday as Megan. That's what she's trying to drive home. Yes, yeah. I forgot about that. That's great. What what day is your birthday? Uh twenty seventh, June twenty seventh. Oh my god, I'm due the twenty sixth. Oh just you're gonna have a little cancer baby girl. Oh, yep. Yeah, all my apps are saying cancer baby. So she'll be a little sensitive. She might be a little (laughs) moody, but she will be sweet as pie. Hopefully she'll take all the compliments that you don't want to. Fragile box, (laughs) fragile. Just handle her that way and she'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Get to tell Carly how to raise our baby. But she's probably going to be a huge family person, so she's going to be nuts about you guys. Oh, listen, I, I it's funny because when I when I saw like that she was going to be a cancer, I was like, I don't really know that much about cancers. This is like <laughs> a learning experience even on that. And I am a big, like I follow that kind of stuff. So I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm great. a Sagittarius, so... <gasps> See, my my dad's a Sagittarius and I'm a real daddy's girl. We get along like two, two, I was going to say like two criminals, but. Okay. Don't <laughs> tell that to the lawyer. I love that. Kind of, I'm a Pisces. Yes. Yes. But yeah, she'll, she'll be probably have like a, the hard, tough exterior on the outside, but mm. real soft on the inside. So yeah. she'll, put on, she'll put on a tough face for you. But then when you ask her how you doing, you might see a little bit of water coming out of the eyes. Oh, it's that normal. is you just described people from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hard yeah. on the outside, soft on the inside. That's essentially, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like you're describing me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're almost out of time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say all the ending stuff. And then in a sec, we're going to have you tell us your advice for success. So you've got a sec to think about it, but just sort of just summarize how you'd want other people to be successful like you. And we'll we'll do our little spiel in the meantime. Ready? Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Dress for the Podcast You Want. My name is David. My name is Megan. We said it right that time. I didn't I, goof I it up. I almost blanked out. Almost blanked out. <laughs> but I did say it. Thanks for listening. We want to give a big thanks to Dimly Wit and Background Joys, our networks that keep us floating and gloating. You can go to <laughs> backgroundjoys.com to learn more about this podcast as more as other podcasts like learn a little and uh what else is on background joys that is the question that's on background joys <laughs> oh and smart and sensibilities on background joys yes. but also on and facebook and instagram and twitter and then there's the patreon uh which we got a bunch of fun content on there back uh patreon.com slash background joys support us because we're gonna have a baby too eventually not now but eventually <gasps> right not you know not anytime soon yeah. i don't know where they come from we gotta figure that out first <laughs> i know <laughs> You could just stay on afterwards, Carla, and maybe give me some hints. Absolutely secret. I've been holding back on them. I don't, I don't know what metaphors to use. <laughs> she won't let me read. Um, also, Dimly Wit, which is the other network that we're on, is where Carly's podcast is. Yes. Can you tell us about your podcast? Yeah, we're WJT Podcast uh, on Dimly Wit. We, um, it's WJT stands for We're Just Talking. Um, it's literally just a conversation, a lot like what we just did here. Um, and we, uh, we talk about everything. It's really just banter between my husband and I. So if you have any interest in listening to us just bs back and forth that's a good it's a good podcast to check out you gotta you gotta 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 love those husband and wife teams yeah you gotta go back and forth so it's it's worth worth checking out (laughs) our podcasts are not so different you and i (laughs) and give us your advice for success so my advice for success would be to surround yourself with supportive people um who care about you and have your best interests at heart i think 
Um, a lot of the time we put the pressure on ourselves to do everything ourselves and do it by ourselves and be self-made. And that's the dream. Mm. But I think if you have a really good network of people, whether it's family, friends, um, colleagues, things of that nature, and you can sniff out those people that have your best interests at heart, I think success is just the natural next thing for you. I like that. Mm-hmm. I also hear people talk about keeping people around you who will tell you no yes. and make you ask questions and be really honest with you. You feel that as well? Or, or are you for just sure, positive? For sure. And when I say supportive, I mean, both uh, lifting you up and kind of, you know, reeling you in when you need it. And, uh, right. you know, that constructive criticism, super valuable too. Absolutely. Right. There's, I love, I love people being other people's rocks. Cause it's like a rock keeps you grounded, but also it like keeps you down, right. For good or for bad. Right. It's got, sure. it's got, it's got that for everybody. Cause I'm such a cloud in the, Sorry, you're paying me compliments again. You didn't. How did you even know? I might not even been talking about you. <laughs> other rocks, other rocks in my life. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of rocks in my life. <laughs> little, little farty rocks. <laughs> Carly, thanks for being with us today. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks so much, you guys. And if you do want to name your baby after me, I will accept. Okay, I, I, it's on the list. All right, yeah. just put on, just put it for consideration. Yeah. I'll argue my case afterwards about why Perfect. it should be named. <laughs> Super excited to hear it. <laughs> Hosted on dimlywit.com.